Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. I literally just touched down back in New York. I'm not even kidding you. The the um, pencil plane I flew in on, on Delta, Loyal, of course, from Knoxville. We just finished our last show in Knoxville for the second leg of the tour. We did 11 shows. I think seven days, 11 shows, seven or eight days. I, I don't even know what day of the week it is right now. We landed down, we skeet skeeted. I got in my lift, I got to my apartment and I've got work to do. No days off, living our best life, but it's okay. I'm in a clear headspace now from the last episode. I was really just going through it. It was interesting. I think that turnaround from, excuse me, it's going to be a lot of (coughs) on this episode of the podcast. I've just done 11 shows and my voice is wearing thin. Oh, God, though, my singing voice is on point. Oh, I'm telling you, some days it's just reaffirmation that I am doing what I'm supposed to do. It's like there are days where I know I'm great on stage, but then I think maybe I should do musicals, kind of warm up these vocals. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling blessed. I also kind of sound like I did a little meth. I don't know why I'm talking so fast. So let's take it down a notch. Oh, so yeah, we landed. We did it back in New York. I'm here for Thanksgiving weekend, not going away for the holiday. Decided to give myself a little self-care, a little break. Um, And then we're going to head back out. Next week, we have a show in Houston, New Orleans, uh, Memphis. Then we got a show in Jacksonville. We got two shows in Birmingham. Then we come home for two days. Then we go back out on the road for the West Coast leg of the tour. We're hitting Portland, Seattle, San Jose. Two shows in Phoenix. Two shows in San Diego. Did I miss anything? Probably but we're doing the most. Y'all, for everybody who came out to the shows, I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. I truly mean it. I just am filled with so much gratitude this year. You have no idea. I think, and I've said this before, and I don't want to sound like a broken record, but the fact that there are women coming out, supporting each other, the fact that you were making new friends through my stupid fucking videos that I make on Instagram, that has been the coolest thing. And I feel like going into this week, I am so thankful for that. You know, I meet a lot of y'all at the shows and it's the coolest thing when you when you have 
two new brand new girlfriends who say, hey, we actually met at work one day. I was watching one of your videos and I didn't even know who this girl was. Um, and I was watching your videos and somebody came up and said, oh my God, you watch Heather? I do too. And now I have one of my new friends. I mean, it's just a simple, stupid shit like that, that I just feel so unbelievably grateful for because one of my, one of my goals in life is just to always connect people. I've said this before. My love language is time. I like spending time with people. So when you guys come out to the shows and I can spend that, you know, 90 minutes to two hours, just telling jokes and being connected with y'all, I really genuinely feel your energy and it's amazing. So thank you for that. Thank you for being so wonderful. We will definitely get into some absolutely nots of the tour on on this podcast episode. It's just me. It's a solo episode. I feel like I really want to get back in there, reconnect with y'all. We're going to hit the voicemail. We're going to do all the things. But um, truly wanted to start this episode off with gratitude. I, I just got in. I ordered lunch from this place called the Village Den in New York. And I had, I perfectly timed it out. Like I'm in work mode. So I perfectly timed it out that it'd be delivered right when I got to my apartment. Food was great, but it was just like too much. Like I realized I ordered too much. I don't know if I'm some sort of weird freak now, but I just opened a pouch of baby food. I got these like organic baby food things. Well, this brand's called Good and Gather, not sponsored, just telling you. Got them at Target because when we were on the road, it was just like fight or flight. You know, you're driving in the middle of nowhere, Missouri. You don't want to stop to eat bad food. So I got these. This is apple spinach. It's just pureed. And it was pretty freaking good. So I'm sitting on my friggin' couch in New York, eating baby food, recording a podcast. Here we are, guys. Never forget Road life is not glamorous, but you know what is glamorous? Each and every single one of y'all. I'm telling you what. You know what the McManiacs could do? Because that's what I'm calling you. Y'all could start your own damn glam squad. Some of these blowouts on these locks, these locks of literal love that were coming out to the show, every single bitch had a full-blown blowout. And I asked a lot of y'all, I said, what the hell are you doing to your hair? And they said, that they were using, you know, those hot dildo wands. I can't do the wand. I can't do it. I've tried. It's not my thing. Couple of y'all came in old school with the hot tools curling iron. That's where I thrive. You know, I need the clamp. I need the clickety clamp. But I wanted to say there is nothing more thrilling. There's nothing that fills my soul more with just joy than seeing everybody in a sea of animal print. It's like we're doing shows at the friggin' San Diego Zoo. It's friggin' awesome. And I swear to God, I'm manifesting it for 2020. If Old Navy does not give me my own capsule collection of active wear that is all animal print. I'm talking like we have a snake skin line. We do leopard. We do cheetah. We do lioness. I'll be pissed. I'm putting it on the vision board. It's going to happen. Man, you know, I got to tell you something. This bitch has been to a lot of airports. I, this is so exciting today. I know you guys are going to be like deep eye roll. I just got platinum status on Delta. Yes. I'm so freaking excited. Absolutely freaking yes. Because I've said this before. I have worked my ass off this year to do this. And these are, yes, I've, I, you know, my production company or whatever technically pays for the flood. No, they don't. It actually all comes out of my pockets. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. You know, the flights for the tour, clearly I've been flying around everywhere, but I have worked my ass off. These people get this diamond because they spend $250,000 on their credit card and they they literally are flying to Beijing twice a week. Like I'm just, I'm not there yet. So for me, this little, I mean, it's a monumental moment. Platinum status is a big moment. 
but I got it today. And I was felt just so unbelievably exhausted, excited. I'm getting on my Knoxville flight and it literally popped up on my app. It's like, you are now platinum. And I just, I, I shed it three tears. It's all I could muster because I'm so fucking tired, but literally three beautiful salty tears rolled down to the, to the edge of my mouth. And I licked them up and I just said, it feels good to be alive. It feels so good. Truly. You know, the first leg of the tour, or I guess the first couple of days, I felt like I was in this weird anxiety haze. And I've never experienced this before. And I really want to say thank you to everybody who reached out and said, Heather, download a meditation headspace app. Like literally, I kind of snub my nose at all of this, like, okay, we're meditating this frou-frou, you know, West Coast bullshit. All right. Yeah. All right. Oh, you're meditating. Is that what you're doing? You're taking a time out for yourself. I had such a crippling panic attack before the Baltimore show. And I, and again, I've never experienced this before in my life. And it was one of those things where you almost felt high. It was the most bizarre feeling in the world. It felt like an elephant was sitting on my chest, but also that my body was completely high. Didn't know if I was going to throw up. I just felt completely out of whack. And to be totally honest with you, for the first four days of traveling every day, I mean, I would get up and I would focus and I would go out there and the shows were great. I was able to do the shows fantastic. And I think that's because your adrenaline kicks in and, you know, that's where I actually felt good. But I would come off stage and just feel completely, absolutely drained. Like I had nothing left in the tank. And a bunch of y'all suggested to try these meditation apps. And I thought it was going to be complete bullshit. Y'all, this shit fucking revived me. I did call in an emergency Xanax prescription, but but other than that, this shit fucking revived me. I'm not even kidding you. In between the two shows that we just did in Chattanooga, which were such fun shows, you know, your adrenaline spikes when you're up on stage, you're performing, you're, you know, that's my football game. And then I would come backstage and it, it takes a second for your body to like, okay, all right, let's recoup. So in between the shows, I did a 10 minute meditation and my God, that late night show is one of the best shows I've ever had. I've never had so much fun. These back-to-back shows can be really draining and I felt so alive. So I just want to encourage anybody who's out there, listen, I'm the, I'm the guinea pig. I will try anything once. I was completely like, absolutely fucking not. Am I going to become a meditator? Oh yeah, you're going to see me with some fucking cucumbers on my eyes in the corner, sitting like a third grader in timeout with my dingle dongles in, singing kumbaya. Get the fuck out of here. But guess what? It fucking works. I mean, it friggin' works. The Xanax did help, which was great. But you can't take that every day. Like, I don't understand people who can take pills and function. I have the most sensitive central nervous system. So I took like a third of a third of a fourth of one, but it was almost that like placebo effect of just knowing that it was in my purse in case I felt something. But when I started to really talk to everybody about like, why am I getting this anxiety? Why am I having a fucking panic attack? I realized, and I've said this before, that your body holds trauma and your body holds on to things. And I think I never really, like after what happened to me with the ovaries on the plane, my ovary exploding, I don't think my body had a two seconds to catch up. Physically, I wasn't able to catch up. Emotionally, I hadn't even like dealt with what was going on. I hit the ground running in London, got through it, and then just kept going. And then I did a tour of Italy. So then to turn around, come back, get a sinus infection, literally spend the whole week on steroids. I'm fucking sure my roid rage did not help the fact that I got a panic attack. I totally forgot that I was on steroids. I was on steroids for four days before I left for the tour. 
And then I got back out on stage and it wasn't the stage that made me anxious. It was like before the show, I'd have like 50 people in my dressing room, which is fine. It's great. I love hanging out. But I've now realized on the self-care side of things that before a show, I just need my core people there. I need Chris, my producer. I need Christina, who's one of my best friends, who's my stage manager. Just like we have like our ritual now. I've realized it's a lot to give and try and entertain people before the show when my whole job is just to entertain for the show. After the show, I was like, anybody can come back. I can hang out. I can catch my breath. But I've realized in order for me to do this in the long run, A, I've got to fucking take care of myself. Okay. That's why I'm wolfing down baby food to try and get some spinach in me. And B, I got to take a little me time. You know, I got to zen. I got to fucking put the dingle dongles in and listen to a sweet British lady sing me a lullaby. So absolutely not to Satan trying to get me all up in my head, anxious as a chihuahua on Ritalin. Absolutely, yes. To the Lord coming in, taking the devil off my back and saying, bitch, you got this. You haven't had a day off since July, but guess what? You asked for it. Gucci gang, let's fucking go, doggy. I'm gonna give you the strength. If you're like me and you're traveling for the holidays, I'm going to travel in style and as efficiently as possible, okay? I'm not showing up to the airport for my Christmas vacation with 16 duffel bags just full of swimsuits, baby. I'm shoving those bad boys in my favorite luggage, and that's from Away. Away suitcases are thoughtfully designed to last a lifetime with durable exteriors that can withstand even the roughest of baggage handlers. Let me tell you what, I'll shove so much shit in my away carry-on, you won't even know what hit you, okay? Every suitcase comes with an interior organization system that includes a built-in compression pad. With that built-in compression pad, you can literally fit 65 weeks in Barbados worth of shit in your bag. It is absolutely incredible. It's got a hidden and removable laundry bag that separates your dirty clothes because nothing's worse than coming back from the beach and having all your wet, dirty clothes touching your clean clothes. The cool thing about the away bag is literally it's like you are spinning through the airport. It has four 360 spinner wheels that guarantee the smoothest roll even through the most hectic of airports. Nothing is more frustrating than when you get out in like the Charlotte airport and there's carpet everywhere and you're like, aren't we living in 2019? Why is there carpet still in airports? But with your away luggage, you can just skeet, skeet, scoot, scoot to the next gate, baby. It has a TSA approved combination lock that keeps all your belongings safe. You don't have to worry about a single thing. The coolest thing is the away bags are literally designed to expand. Okay. Shove whatever you want in there. If you are buying gifts for people, you can shove everything for your grandma right in the away. I have the carry on and I just ordered the big checked bag for my next leg of the tour. I am so excited to be traveling exclusively with the way. Here's the thing. Remember that everything is designed to last a lifetime. They have the most amazing customer service. If anything you're not satisfied with, you call them, they will fix it. They will replace it. They are on it. I have a special offer for all of my listeners for $20 off any suitcase or bag, just visit awaytravel.com backslash absolutely not and use my promo code absolutely not during checkout. Again, that's $20 off any suitcase or bag. Just go to awaytravel.com backslash absolutely not and use my code absolutely not. Now back to the podcast. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV, and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. 
Subscribe so you don't miss any of the amazing conversations to come. New episodes of With Wit are available every Tuesday on all platforms. Let me tell you, when we got to Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh was one of the absolute most fun shows. I, I I loved the vibe. I loved the crowd. We truly had such a great time the last week and a half. I just feel so unbelievably blessed. I really do. I know it's Thanksgiving and I could give a shit about turkey. I don't eat, I don't eat Thanksgiving food. I like the carbs. I'll hit a mashed potato. I'll hit a casserole. Turkey, eh. Eh. Deep fried turkey, well, Sure. You know what I like on Thanksgiving? Fucking lasagna. Truffle fucking lasagna. I want a filet mignon. I want a lobster tail. Give me some crab claws. You know what I want on Thanksgiving? A fucking seafood tower, baby. Cocktail sauce. Mignonette. I could take mignonette. And if you don't know that what that is, that's like, you know, when you get oysters, it's, it's a, the vinegar-based sauce. I could literally pour that down my body roll around in some Oreos and feel like a fucking champ. I love oysters. I want a shellfish on Thanksgiving. Not a turkey, no hate, no no shade to foul, but uh, I'm good. Everything's just getting dry these days. I want an Italiano. So I don't know. Thanksgiving week, to me, it's not about, it's not about the fucking casseroles and the dry ass cornbread. To me, it's about looking back on the year. We're going into the Christmas. And let me tell you what, this is another thing. I just want everybody to take a second. And I, and I'm, I really, you guys know I like to giggle, but I just want everyone to take two friggin' seconds out of their day and to acknowledge if the holidays are a hard time for you. And that's another thing. I didn't even realize, did not even give myself the grace to realize that my dad died at Christmas. Coming up to the holidays is already like a clusterfuck. It's a mind warp for me. Because sometimes I, you know, you forget about it during the year. One thing that I've learned with grief is, you know, nine times out of 10, every day is so good and you just want to get through the day. And I think about my dad every single day, but in such a positive way. But then there are these moments when it hits you at like two o'clock while you're driving into Baltimore, you can't find lunch and it just fucking clicks. And I remember I am doing all these amazing things, these things that I have sought out to do since I was a kid. And the one person who's not here to see it is my dad, you know? Oh my God, I'm so sorry I'm doing this on the podcast right now, but I just feel very, it's just true. It's how it's, this is my truth. And I think it's hard when you realize I'm so richly blessed right now and I've worked my ass off, but I want my dad here for it. You know, I want him here for it. And it just like was in a culmination of all this shit that was coming up. And then we drove into Baltimore and I was like, we can't even fucking find somewhere for a salad. We got to get on a fucking boat to cross the harbor to get to a Chipotle, I was just done. And it hit me. It hit me like a ton of bricks. So if the holidays are hard for you, give yourself grace. Take a minute. If you're sitting at a table with a bunch of fucking annoying people in your family, go outside, hit your jewel, pour yourself a glass of Chardonnay if you indulge and look up to the stars and say, granny, I fucking miss you, bitch. Mom, where you been, bitch? If y'all never watched Summer Heights High, it's with one of my favorite comedians ever, um, uh, Chris Liley out of Australia. It's one of the best shows. I'm sure you can find it on old HBO and on YouTube. But he plays this uh, Australian character who just goes, where you been, bitch? And it's the best. And I always have these moments where 
I think the reality of the fact that I haven't physically spoken to my dad in four years, that's what hits you with a ton of bricks. You're like, I can't believe that on December 23rd, it will have been four years since my dad, I, I saw him, I spoke to him, we, we embraced. But there are these moments where I, I, my sister and I joke about this all the time. I'm like, I kind of feel like we're going to be, we're going to Mexico for Christmas. I'm like, I kind of feel like we're going to be sitting on the beach and dad's just going to roll up and be like, what's up guys? And I'm going to go, where you being bitch? Like this has all been a ruse. He just got into some like weird, illegal, like drug and like gambling situation. He's just been hiding out in Mexico and he's just going to roll up. Sometimes when I'm in the airport, I always see these older guys and out of the corner of my eye, I'm just like, oh my, like anybody with a beard and mustache remotely close to my dad, it gives me like a, like a, oh my God. Like maybe my dad was trafficked. You know what I mean? Like maybe he, he's a big guy. Like there's no way anybody could have like physically like thrown him in the back of a bus and like kidnapped him, but you never know. Like I'm like, was the pancreatic cancer all a ruse and he's really been running like an illegal underground gambling situation or he's like a big drug trafficker? Who the fuck knows? So my sister and I were joking. I said, Ashley, what if we're just sitting on the beach in Tulum and the next thing you know, we're drinking a margarita and here comes dad. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And we laughed so hard about it because it's so funny. But yeah, I feel very strongly about it. I'm like, what if he just shows up? You know what I mean? What if he just fucking shows up? Oh God, that's where I'm at. I really appreciate y'all going on this emotional roller coaster with me. And I, and I also want to say that if you are with somebody around Thanksgiving or Christmas or New Year's or any time, and you know that their holidays are particularly hard for them, don't fucking throw your own family bullshit on them. You know what I mean? Bring them in. Let them feel like they're a part of your life. It's hard, dude. I said, fuck Christmas. Until I have kids, honestly and truly, fuck Christmas. To me, Christmas is not the same. I know that I will celebrate and have those traditional moments once I have children because then it's not about, you know, my feelings. But right now, I'm kind of like, fuck it. I want to spend time in Mexico with my mom, my sister, and my lovely Italian stallion. And I want to just feel the gratitude of the year. God, what is wrong with me? I think I'm about to start my period. <laughs> oh my God, y'all, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. This is nuts. All right, look, you know what? Okay. Don't worry. My, I'm getting sassy again. I just got a second wind of sass. Let's talk about some absolutely nots that I experienced on the road. Again, I feel like I've really told you how freaking excited I am that y'all are coming to the shows and I'm having a fucking blast. I truly have never felt more alive. But we got to yet again go over a little bit of PSA of comedy show etiquette. I feel very empowered that I am bringing a new audience, maybe, maybe a new audience of people who didn't necessarily treat themselves to comedy shows before. I have had a very intimate conversation with a lot of my other comic friends, men, female, we've all been texting this week and having kind of an open conversation about what it's like. Cause I'm asking them tips and tricks. I'm like, Hey, I've asked some of my friends who have really big Netflix specials and I'm not going to name any names. I'm not saying this to like humble brag, but now that I'm in this world, a lot of really kind people, you know, I have relationships with and they're kind of like, Heather, this is fucking nuts. But let me, you know, let me give you some tips and tricks on kind of how to educate some of your followers to me, I, you know, I made a PSA the other day after the St. Louis show and the St. Louis show is fantastic. I, I'm not saying that. It was just in general, these things that I noticed. It's, it's again, people coming to the shows so blackout. I'm going to just say this and I feel very passionate about this. I have prepared a 90 minute show. I have prepared a full show 
of fun, of giggles, of moments, of 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 like bringing you in and pulling you back, and and a real just real emotional roller coaster of entertainment. And when people are so fucking wasted that they just scream out things that they know about me. Like literally at one of the shows, a woman just yelled, Bronson, which is the name of my sister's French bulldog. I looked up to the sky and I go, what the fuck? And I made a joke about it. And of course, we're all laughing, but I'm like, I want you to imagine this. If you worked at, let's say, T-Mobile and I walked into your place of work and I just started screaming things that I knew about you. Shih Tzu, you own a motherfucking Shih Tzu. (laughs) (laughs) Linda, Linda, your favorite color is red. Literally, I try to like wrap my head around the fact that like people are excited to be there. And, you know, I do a little bit of audience interaction and I chat with you guys, but I just could not figure out this whole idea behind everybody just showing up so fucked up. You have paid good money. Some of y'all paid a lot of money to be VIP and you're so fucked up that you're like like throwing up on yourself. Now, we didn't have any pukers in the actual auditoriums or the theaters this time. Security told me what was happening behind the scenes, but I'm like, why would you even, why even waste your fucking money? This woman fucking sent me a message. This absolutely fucking not. She sent me a message and she goes, hey, I wish you'd just be funny and like quit bitching about the people who are coming to see your shows. And I said, let me tell you something right now. Fucking Leslie, whose Instagram says, Mommy, wife, homegirl. You're not a fucking homegirl. At the end of the day, when people come to a show that has my name on the marquee and you're so fucked up that you could possibly harm yourself, then we have to talk about a bigger issue. I said this on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. To me, it talks about a bigger problem at hand. One, are we not all taking care of ourselves? Two, is the girls night out turning into are also taking pills and drinking? then that's a fucking safety issue, Leslie. I work my ass off to give you a 90-minute show. And if you spend the whole show with your head in the toilet, then I'm I'm upset. I'm annoyed. Leslie, I'm not going to come into your Hallmark store that you work at during the holidays, vomit, and then just scream at you for 90 minutes. Shut the fuck up, Leslie. And I responded to this woman and she, I could see that she saw it. And I just said, Hey, Leslie, it's about safety. It's about the fact that I, people have paid good money and I want to entertain and I want to do my job. And I want people to have come to my show and be entertained and be fulfilled and leave with joy. But I also want them to be safe. She didn't fucking respond. Fucking baby back bitch. She knew it. She knew she was out of line. I'm here trying to show y'all what's good so that we can all have a fucking good time. Imagine if you worked at Whole Foods and I came into the hot bar, started throwing around sesame tofu, screaming the whole time. And one of the shows in Atlantic City, a woman literally came up to the stage and pulled out a flyaway hair that I had. And I bent down and let her do it. But in my mind, I was like, what the fuck? So I was texting with one of my girls, Ashley, and, and my girlfriend, Nikki Glazer. Where I was just like having a conversation. I was like, hey, how, like, kind of how do you handle it? My girlfriend, Ashley, said, be prepared for New Orleans. And, and, and she said, it's really wild. She has a, an incredible podcast, Girls Gotta Eat. And then she and Rainer are friends of mine. And she was just like, I just need you to be prepared. 
and, and we were kind of having a conversation about this whole situation as a bigger thing. I just don't understand. You're not coming to a concert. You're coming to a theatrical performance. If I'm going to Jonas Brothers, then I can take 65 Jaeger bombs and black the fuck out because I'm dancing and you're not going to hear me. But if you're coming to a seated audience, like a seated show, shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? You can hear the alarms. You can hear the, the ambulance in the back. Leslie, they're coming to get you. They're on their way to Hallmark right now to come get me because I just took a dump in the middle of Hallmark, your place of work. Absolutely fucking not. Again, I want everyone to have a good time. I want everyone to feel empowered and come and be joyful. But, you know, it's also distracting. My sister is at the Chattanooga show. She sat for two shows. And at the first show, these women behind her were just having full-blown conversations. And my sister's best friend, Manel, turned around and goes, hey, can y'all be quiet? And they were like, what? And my sister turns around and goes, that's my fucking family performing. And every time I would say a joke, these women would have a 45-minute conversation about each joke. Guys, come to the shows, sit down, absorb it, enjoy, let's giggle, we'll chit-chat, we'll have a good time, but then talk about the show afterwards. My sister literally came back and we have, you know, we've been seeing comedy. My parents have been taking us to see shows since we were kids. She was like, Heather, this didn't even make fucking sense. You would do a joke about something and they would just sit there and dissect it for 45 minutes. And they were laughing and they were engaged, but they were just like, literally wouldn't shut the fuck up. I had one woman in Kansas City who got up 65 times. She's in the front fucking row. I said, ma'am, are you dealing cocaine in the bathroom? And then I get to the meet and greet and everybody in line's like, those women wouldn't shut the fuck up. I am standing on stage. I can see everything. I can hear everything. You guys can't hear everything. I can literally, if you're having a full-blown conversation with your sister, Lisa, about the fact that you need to, you know, change your tampon and you haven't had a tequila in 33 seconds, I can hear it. So my whole thing is safety first, make it enjoyable for other people. And let's like come have some glasses of wine. You don't need 65 fucking vodka sodas to sit through a 90 minute fucking show. Leslie, maybe everybody just needs to take Adderall. So they're like <laughs> highly engaged. That's all I'm saying. Again, I just want everybody to have a safe, happy time. Tim finally quit telling me. He's like, Heather, I'm not even going to tell you what I saw as people were coming out, where security were like helping people out who, who were just overserved because it just started to bum me out. It made me feel like one, we have a major, major alcoholic problem in especially like, like the female world. Like, are we all cross contaminating? Are we roofing our fucking selves? I mean, I roofied myself once but I just sat on my couch and like woke up three days later. I was like naked next to a box of pizza, but I like knew I had done it. You know what I'm saying? It's just crazy. I want to make sure everybody's safe. And that's my biggest thing. And I want to make sure that the people who are paying good money, who want to come and pay attention, that they are, um, that, they, that, you know, they're getting their money's worth. Cause it's a really fucking good show. Oh, also absolutely fucking not. This woman tagged me in this on Instagram. She said, Hey guys, huge Heather McMahon fan here. I wonder if it's worth it. Question mark. And I respond to her. I go, what the fuck? Yes, it's worth it. Why the fuck would you send me a message asking me if I'm <laughs> worth it? I respond, I go, wow, this is a first. She goes, can't wait to see you tonight. Hope it was worth it. It's wild. 99% of y'all are fucking crushing it. And I see you in the audience and I feel your energy and we're fucking having a great time. But for the Leslie's and the Karen's that are doing too much cocaine and pooping their pants at the shows, lock it up. Do whatever the fuck you want at Jonas Brothers, but you come into a show, lock it up. Lock it up, baby. Because I'll tell you what, when we do our Netflix special, oh, baby, there got to be some rules. 
You know, it was crazy. Joe Rogan talked about this. He has these bags and I forget what the name of the bags are, but basically they take away your cell phones at the show. One, because they don't want people recording, you know, their sets. Um, and I've asked people, Hey, don't record it. You can get little, you know, clips now and then, but don't record my sets because I've been working on this shit for two years. Like don't record it. So Joe Rogan took away everybody's cell phones at one of his shows. Now, a lot of these Netflix shows are just about an hour long. I give you a 90 minute show right now. And Joe Rogan said it was so fucking frustrating because people would still get up to go check their cell phones in the middle of his fucking show that God knows you probably paid $200 a fucking ticket to go see Joe Rogan, that people literally could not sit in their seats for like a seven or no, a 60 minute show, one hour show. They could not sit in their seats. They had to get up to go check their cell phones. It's wild. It's wild, guys. I just feel like I've been entertaining for a really long time. And, and I'm so grateful to everybody who tunes in. And a lot of y'all, I am new to you. But I've been in this business for a long time. And it's just been really eye-opening to see. So moving forward, again, safety first. I just want to make sure that absolutely, yes, we are taking care of ourselves. We're not getting into an Uber without checking the license plate and confirming it first. The last thing I'd ever want is to know that somebody got hurt. Because you had 65 vodka sodas before the show, 75 vodka sodas during the show, and then you got hit by a fucking bus. You know what I'm saying? I love y'all. We got to keep it safe. It's that time of the year, you know, when you got to buy those people that you love, the gift that keeps on giving. And what is that, honey? I'm talking name brand Louis Vuitton, Chanel, Prada, you name it. Gucci, Gucci, Gucci gang, baby. We got it. But here's the deal. Some of these bags are so outrageous. You know where I get them? I'm buying vintage, baby, and that's on Tradesy.com. Tradesy is one of the most premier websites because basically everything on their website you know is guaranteed. It's authentic, baby. It's got that stamp of approval. And if for any reason you don't think it is, you send it right back and they're going to fix it for you. Tradesy has been one of the coolest websites for me to check out because before I had a pot to piss in and before I was buying anything designer, you know, I'm still an outlets kind of girl. I was able to purchase really beautiful stuff on Tradesy. I bought one of the most beautiful vintage Gucci bags and it was literally like I could trade in my old stuff and get something beautiful and new that I'm obsessed with for not spending $6,000 on a new bag. Really and truly, if your love language is giving a gift, then you should check out tradesy.com. Can you imagine? Can you imagine this Christmas? Grandma opens up a vintage Gucci bag. She might just have a heart attack right there. She'll be so friggin' excited. And you didn't break the bank because you went to tradesy.com. All you have to do is visit tradesy.com to save $50. That's five zero, fifty $50 on your very first Tradesy purchase whenever it's $400 or more. Use code absolutely at checkout at tradesy.com. Again, that's promo code absolutely at tradesy.com to get $50 off any purchase of $400 or more. I'm talking Chanel, Louis Vuitton, Prada, Moschino, Marc Jacobs, Valentino. Honey, it's like you're in it. It's like you're just walking through the Champs de Lisée in France buying bags. But you're not. You're sitting in your pajamas on the couch buying shit for grandma at tradesy.com. Use my code absolutely for $50 off, 400 or more. Now back to the podcast. All right, y'all. Y'all have been so fucking fantastic. Here's the deal. We're going to get to the voicemails. I want to hear what's on your mind. I've gotten things off my chest. I feel immensely grateful and, and I feel the love and we're about to head back out. I'll see you guys in Houston. I will see you in New Orleans. I'll see you in Memphis, two shows in Birmingham. We added a late show to Birmingham, so don't forget to check that out. Now, um, I think I want to go to the hotline. Let's hit the absolutely not line. What the fuck is bugging y'all? What's on your heart? I'm ready to get into it. All right, guys, here we go. Let's hit the hotline. Hi, Heather. My name is Rachel. I'm just calling from my car. I'm on a road trip with my cat, Pancake. 
that's her name. Her name is Pancake. I think that she probably thinks you're her mother as well, because every time we road trip, we listen to your podcast together. Um, I just was listening to Hired But Tired, and I would like to say that my absolutely not, but also an absolutely yes, is that I was dying last week, and I went to the urgent care on the corner as well, this is crazy, and got tested for the strep and the mono, had neither, but had a nasty sinus infection as well, and got prednisone, got some shots, all those things that you need, but they actually told me that my eardrums had retracted into my, I don't really know the actual terminology, but because there was so much pressure in my head, so um, I'm thriving now, so that's my absolutely yes, got all the meds up in me. And I also, um, on a sadder note, would like to say that I'm thinking of you this holiday season, and I'm here for you. And my mom died on December 28th, so we don't, I don't celebrate Christmas as Christmas either anymore. Um, and instead, my family and I go on trips to the Caribbean. We go to whatever beach we can find that we want to be at, and we chillax. And, you know, the resorts are all decorated like it's Christmas. So we've kind of like turned it into a positive thing. So, yeah, thank you. And Godspeed on this next leg of the tour. I wish I could go. Um, I'm in St. Louis at school. I'm sad I'm missing it. But good luck. Thank you. Bye. Hey, Rachel. Oh, my God. Thank you for calling in. I feel like this is such an appropriate voicemail. You know, I go through the voicemails. I never know what I'm going to find. And so I, I genuinely appreciate you sharing with me all of the things. One, these fucking sinus infections. I swear to God, it's like I'm a fucking Petri dish. You know what I mean? Absolutely freaking not to germs. Plural. One, hello, Pancake. Love that you're driving with your cat. You know, when I used to drive back and forth between um, Oxford, Mississippi, where I went to school in Atlanta, I swear to God, I had two cats in the car. Not a care in the world. You know, podcasts weren't a thing back in the day. We had to listen to the Spice Girls on repeat. I didn't even know what NPR was at that time. We're talking 2005 to 2009. So the fact that Pancake gets to enjoy my deep, sultry, Anna Nicole Smith-esque voice very touching to me. Hi, Pancake. Love you. Miss you. Um, these sinus infections are no fucking joke. You guys, you got to guard your loins. Guard your life. Guard your loins. <sighs> I mean, I got strep as a kid like it was going out of style. The fact that I'm 32 years old and my throat's been swabbed three times in the last month and a half. Alarming. Absolutely frigging alarming. Take your oil of oregano's. Take your echinaceas. Get some of that Zycam. You know, get all the things because right now we're all just barely making it. I mean, gird your friggin' loins. I mean it wholeheartedly. Listen, Rachel, I wanted to just say thank you for sharing. Um, I'm so sorry that your mom passed right around the holidays. And it doesn't matter if if, if anybody you love dies at any time of the year, it's, it's hard. But especially around the holidays, I think it's just very, it's kind of jarring right? It's supposed to be the most wonderful time of the year. And you're like, well, it's not fucking the best time, Charlie, because my mom's dead. You know what I mean? I hear you. I hear you loud and clear, girl. I get what you're feeling. I hear you. I'm sympathizing. I'm empathizing. And good for you. Good for you and your family going to the frigging Caribbean. Bitch, I hope you get six Mai Tais. I hope you lay in the sun fry like a piece of bacon in the best way. Thick cut, back fat. You know what I'm saying? I mean, safety first, obviously you don't want to burn your skin, but there's something about feeling that Caribbean sun on your shoulders. You see some idiot from fucking Kansas doing a parasail, doing a parasailing across the, the ocean. And you think, 
you sit there at the St. Regis and you think God is good. Mom, I miss you, but we're making the best of it. And that's what it's about. That's what it's frigging about. You know, we can't frigging control what happens to us in life. But what we can control is our attitude. And I've said this a million times. That's that's an old parable my dad used to tell me. So good for you for making new memories with your family. Because I'll tell you what, right now, your mom, your mom, we know's in heaven. And you know she's at the frigging beach every damn day, chillaxing, relaxing with the Lord. And that's something to look forward to, people. I don't care what you believe in, but I'm telling you right now, Rachel's mom is at the Maldives of heaven. Do you know what I'm saying? She's at the Bora Bora of life. And that's called the afterlife in heaven. I'm going to Tulum, baby. I'm going to Mexico. Your girl's going to be eating raw ceviche, drinking a margarita, thinking about her dear old dad in the best way. I might even get my hair braided. I might even get three small cornrows to the side of beads so that somebody thinks I'm being racially insensitive, even though I'm not trying to be. I just actually love beads. Get a deep tissue massage three a day, drink a margarita, and then forget to put sunscreen where I've gotten my three little, you know, my three little braids. So then my Caucasian scalp catches on fire and I end up in the Mexican hospital with a scalp burn. That's how my Christmas is looking. And honestly, it sounds freaking great. Rachel, thank you for sharing. I'm sorry you're not feeling great. We all got to take care of ourselves. This is a self-care, self-love. Call your family, call your friends. Don't drink too much. Fucking get your shit together. But if you are hungover, it's okay. Pick yourself up and let's figure out what the next step is. I'll tell you what, absolutely not to me not being able to get my damn hair braided. I freaking loved going on cruises as a kid. Freaking loved it. Show up get my whole head done. It would give me a headache for three days, but I looked fucking fierce. Can't do it anymore. And I get it. You know, I mean, I'm not trying to do anything like cultural appropriation. I just friggin' love getting my hair done. You know what I'm saying? And I love it. I feel like Farrah Fawcett running down the beach. But the problem is every single time I did it, my mom never once put sunscreen on my scalp. So then I'd have fucking dandruff for the rest of the year because my scalp would literally melt off. It's a catch-22, Rachel. I'll tell you what. Listen, love and light. Enjoy the Caribbean. I'm thinking of your mom. I'm thinking of you. I'm thinking of pancake, too. Stay in school. Keep your eye on the prize. God is good. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hi, Heather. This is Ashley from Dallas. I'm here with my friend Shelly, and we just came from your show um, in Long Island. Um, My absolutely not today is, well, first of all, I was the first one to stand up for absolutely not, and I told you the story about the guy asking me for $50 which was the worst night of my life. But my absolutely not is everyone after me that complained about delayed flights and Storco Fresco and having to take $15 Ubers from Gramercy Park and sitting in the front row and facing the wall. Damn Long Islanders. <laughs> the damn Long Islanders. They didn't represent. They didn't represent. And we just want to say thank you so much for having us. And we loved your show. And we think you're hilarious. And you bring joy to our everyday Instagram feed. And we love you so much. Love you, Heather. Hey, Ashley and your friend from Dallas. Thanks for calling in. Oh, my God. Let's talk about that show. Long Island was at the gate just a dipsy doozy. You know what I mean? 
Um, I loved you for sharing that horrific absolutely not. Um, if you come to the show, we had a part of the show where we were getting absolutely not from the audience. After that show, Chris and I realized we were just not going to go to the audience anymore. Ashley, you gave such a great absolutely not. Um, and I appreciate you standing up. But then we just had this plethora of women just getting up and bitching. Like one was like, um, absolutely not terrific. I'm like, ma'am, that's all you've got. That's what you're going to give me traffic. Like I said, never call into the voicemail and tell me anything about like how people drive a traffic. Like, what are we going to do? This isn't like a 1970 Seinfeld episode. You know what I'm saying? Like what? I can't do anything about the traffic. What do you want me to do? Then this one woman, very brazen, very brazen. Get You see how Long Island I'm getting? Stands up and she says, she says, absolutely not. I went to your favorite place in Atlanta store, Cofresco, and it was awful. And the whole fucking crowd went nuts. She said, the air conditioning was too cold. That was her complaint. I have never laughed so hard in my fucking life. Literally, I thought they were going to throw this woman off the ship. She was going to have to walk the plank. Like, I didn't even let her get the rest of her story out. Because first of all, I was like, you're literally standing up to tell me in front of a thousand people that the air conditioning at my favorite restaurant in America was too cold. Absolutely freaking not. First of all, it's Hotlanta for a reason. They, they have a sign in Atlanta that says we don't call it Hotlanta. I've been fucking calling it Hotlanta since the day I came out of my mom's fucking vagina at Shallowford Hospital. It's fucking hot. Even in the dead of winter, you walk into a restaurant, I've got six layers on, I'm hot. So I don't want to hear it. How dare that woman stand up in the middle of the show and want to bitch about the air conditioning in the South? Oh, and then we had another lady stand up and she was like, oh my God, I've got an obstructed view. Now, granted, she did have an obstructed view of the show, but then um, I had security go over and look at her tickets and apparently she had bought a ticket that said, hey, this is an obstructed view seat. I can't control what happens at the venues. Guys, I show up to give you 90 minutes of the best show of your friggin' life. You're gonna pee your pants. We're gonna laugh. We're gonna cry. We're gonna do all the things. I cannot control everything. But this woman just got up. She's like, I just wanna stand up and say, I love you so much. I'm having such a great time. But then started like bitching about how uncomfortable her seat was. I was like, ma'am, this is an absolutely friggin' not. What do you want me to do? It was wild. So moving forward, we had done absolutely nots in all the other cities. And it was kind of a mixture of people being either like just completely wasted, not being able to form a sentence. Long Island was just very typical, like Long Island bitching. It was bitching. And listen, my mom's from Boston. There's a Boston bitch. Jeff's family's from Westchester. There's a Westchester bitch. But a Long Island bitch, like that kind of bitching, that level of like complaining was so funny. I was laughing my ass off the whole way to Atlantic City. We were just giggling in the car because I was like, absolutely friggin' not. I need to complain. Don Vito's, my favorite Italian restaurant down the street. Air conditioning's too cold. I had to wait five minutes to sit down and be served. It was hysterical. We were all cracking up laughing. So moving forward in the shows, I'm just going to share some of my favorite absolutely nots. But thank you girls for coming. Thank you for coming all the way from Dallas. You want to know an absolutely fucking yes? For those of you all who haven't been able to get tickets in some of your favorite cities, y'all are flying. The flight from Atlanta to Chattanooga was literally our entire plane was basically a private jet of women going to the show. That was the fucking coolest thing ever. I so appreciate y'all coming out. What a fucking ride. Thank you for coming out. We're having a blast, but I, I completely agree with you. I completely agree with you, girls. Absolutely freaking not to these nut nuts. 
well, it's your favorite time of year, the time where you can actually try things that you haven't tried before. And you're like, listen, I need to get that in my life. Well, guess what? There is a Black Friday sale for one of my favorite hangover-free products. 30% off if you haven't tried DHM Detox. Now is your chance. I have carried DHM Detox around with me for quite some time now. I throw two pills in my purse. Literally, I have my first glass of wine. If I'm out with some friends, pop those bad boys in and it takes off the edge. It literally can save you from being hungover the next day. Stock up for the holiday season. It is approaching faster than you think. Next thing you know, it's going to be New Year's and you're going to wish you had some DHM detox in your life. If you're sick and tired of feeling hungover and having a completely wasted day, I hate nothing more. I like physically cannot handle dealing with the hangover. I'm a road dog. I'm a road warrior. I got to keep going, keep going. So I got to have the DHM detox in my life. It's basically a vitamin for people who drink. I want you to think about this. Having an amazing night out and then the next day, not feeling like a bag of shit. You know what I'm saying? Here's the deal. All you do is take two capsules after your first couple of drinks, not before, and it helps break down all of those toxins that are in your body that cause those awful side effects. It's now a part of my drinking routine. And I'm, I'm telling you right now, if you drink a little water and get some sleep for optimal results, next thing you know, you're going to feel like a freaking champ. You're going to be doing the New York City Marathon and you didn't even know you could run. That's how much I like DHM Detox. Here's the deal. They now have free shipping on all orders in the US. And I've got a special discount for the week for Black Friday. All listeners get 30% off. That's right, baby. Just head over to dhmdetox.com and use promo code ABSOLUTELY30. That's ABSOLUTELY30 at checkout. And again, that's DHM Detox. D is in David, H is in Heather, M is in McMahon, D-E-T-O-X.com. If you have any questions about any of the products, send a message over to DHM Detox on Instagram. But again, that's absolutely 30. Use my promo code and get 30% off for Black Friday. Now back to the podcast. All right, let's get to the next voicemail. Heather, this is Michelle, a longtime listener and fan and Instagram follower and first time absolutely not caller. If you're the dickhead that honks, because apparently my kid is not getting out of the passenger seat fast enough and the line, uh, Ronald, then you can fuck off. That's going to be an absolutely not. Do not honk because I will tell my son, just like I do every morning, go slower and this motherfucker can wait. And you know what? Let him get out of the car as slow as he wants. Oh my God. This voicemail brought me so much joy. Okay. Couple parts here. One, the sheer fucking anger and anxiety in your voice, ma'am, is the funniest shit I've ever heard. Literally, nothing makes me happier than a pit bull mom. Like, ooh, ooh, I will fucking bite you. I don't have children. I cannot relate, but I I consider my mom almost like a child now, not in the fact that I have to take care of her, but like I'm protective of her. If my mom is getting out of a car and somebody honks, I will whip that Jetta into park. I will get out and I'm not a rager, but I will literally dab on the hood of your car with my double D breast so hard. I'll leave a mark. Good for you. And you know what I love? I love a mom who has like a cool relationship with her kid who can be like, hey, junior, slow the fuck down. Let's fuck this guy up. People are so impatient. I mean, this is so important with us going into the holiday season. Everybody needs to just take a fucking chill pill and be more patient with each other. All right, this is why I don't do Christmas. This is why I'm not doing this fucking gift shit. You want a gift? Let's go on a trip together. I'm not going to the fucking mall on a Thursday at 6 p.m. to fight with every other asshole to get some sort of materialistic bullshit so that you know that I care about you. 
I'm not doing it. And I've already told Jeff this, and he better be on fucking board that when we have kids, we're going to travel with them. You know, we have to go back and forth between his family and my family for Christmas. Great. Totally get it. But I'm going to travel. I'm sorry. Our kids, they'll know who Santa is, but I want them. You know what? You know what your gift is? We're going to friggin' Hawaii. All right. You're going to learn how to surf, you little shit. The holidays gets everybody nuts. And I am so glad that you made a point, though, that if somebody's being rude while your child, your baby boy's trying to get out of the car, go slower. I don't know what your son's name is. If it's Dylan, Dylan, snail's pace. This old asshole behind you who hates his life needs to chill the fuck out. I'll tell you what, carpool is a crazy thing. I don't know if this happened in carpool. My mom actually ran over a kid in carpool. I can't believe I'm just now telling y'all this story, but she did. Okay, here's what happened though. She didn't mean to. We were in our Jeep. My mom was pulling up and the little girl who rode carpool with us got out while the car was still rolling. Didn't even wait for my mom to put the car in park and pull up. Literally, the car was still rolling. The girl got out. My mom did not even hear the back door open and the back essential tire ran over the back girl's leg. And so her leg was broken. The principal had to come out. My mom's, of course, freaking the fuck out. Like, I cannot believe this. I mean, in all fairness, the girl was kind of an idiot. She got out of the car while I was fucking rolling. And then the principal had to come out, carry her out. My mom felt fucking terrible. It was a whole thing. She had a cast up to her leg. I shit you not. The girl gets her cast off. A week after she gets her cast off, slips on black ice coming out of the junior high, breaks the other leg. I swear to God, it's I'm not even kidding. This is a real story. Do you realize... I have pushed so much trauma from my childhood deep down inside that this literally just came to the top of my mind and I forgot that this girl got out of my mom's car while it was rolling. This is a safety issue. This entire issue is a PSA about safety. Don't run over children. Now, granted, it wasn't my mom's fault, but this is why we stopped the car. That's why we put it in park so that kids get out safely. So don't fucking honk at me, sir, while my kid's getting out of the car. This is why I'm giving y'all a PSA about boozing too hard. We gotta take a chill fucking pill. Bring it down a notch. Look each other in the eye. Say, I love you. I care about you. We're going to be okay. But I'm not going through this fucking holiday season with people honking and getting up my ass at Starbucks. We all got to be nice to each other. This is some grade A horse bullshit. Again, I do not have children. But when I am with child, if somebody so much as looks me in the eyes in the wrong direction, you're getting a fucking Chinese star right between your eyes. I'm doing full on jujitsu ninja lessons when I get pregnant. So you better buckle up, baby. This was such a great voicemail because it was so specific and just everything. The tone of your voice really, truly spoke to me on another level. And I appreciate a pit bull mom. And I appreciate you having a cool relationship with your son to be like, slow the fuck down. Let's fuck up this guy. That's great. And on that note, everybody, happy freaking holidays. I love you. Have a safe Thanksgiving. Take care of one another. If you need to take a chill pill, like I said, your family's driving you nuts, walk outside, get some fresh air, hit a jewel, grab a glass of Chardonnay and everybody calm the fuck down. Because that's all we can do is calm down. Get on your meditation app, take some CBD, some ashwagandha and get zen with me, baby. Because I'm going to take 10 minutes out of my day before I go to Thanksgiving to get in the right headspace to deal.
with everybody in this world that's making me nuts. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot. The holidays are a lot. People are really asking of each other. And we all got to be freaking nicer. Oh, God. So much to discuss, y'all. If you're coming to the shows starting next week, I cannot wait to see you. Houston, New Orleans, Memphis. We're doing two shows in Birmingham. We're doing Jacksonville. And then we're taking a quick little break and then we're heading to the West Coast. We still have tickets available in San Diego for our second show. It's on Saturday, December 21st. I know it's right before the holidays. We've opened up more tickets. Guys, if you're in San Diego, if you're in LA, come down. We're going to have a fucking great time. The first show is completely sold out. We're like oversold. Second show, we got extra tickets. So we will see you there. Thank you for coming out to the shows. Thank you for making me giggle. I feel your energy in the crowd. But let's all take care of each other. Look out for your friends who are drinking too much. And let's have a friggin' great holiday season. We're going into it, baby. As always, you can call into the hotline. Please call in. I need your new voicemails. Call into the absolutely not line. I love hearing from you. I love each and every one of you. Thank you for giving me hugs at the meet and greets and looking me in my eyes and asking me, girl, are you okay? I'm okay. Wellness update. We're going to be great. You want to know why? Because we're taking it easy. Love and light. See you on the next episode of the absolutely not podcast. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.